At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Welcome inside the studio. This is the show you've heard so much about, the Pro Football Rewind. It's the only place where we go forward in reverse, analyzing the day's events in the National Football League and applying them to all of your fantasy football needs. Hello, everybody. My name is Matt Stryker. Happy to be here. Joining me, as always, is one of the best fantasy analysts in the industry, Mr. Davis Maddock. Davis, we've broken down the 1 o'clock games. I have a list of players that you were able to pull from those games Let's go now into the 4 o'clock games, and we can dive deep because there weren't many. Let's start with L.A. and your Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, my Arizona Cardinals, they they did not come ready to play today. Basically, from the first drive, they were they were beaten by the Los Angeles Rams. So uh, a huge start-out drive for Jared Goff. Goff was over 300 yards passing in the first half. Massive game for Robert Woods here. I mentioned that in the first hour of the show, but he tied uh, the high for the season in a single-game targets with 19, secured 13 of them for 172 yards. Tyler Higbee, eight targets, 107 yards. 
yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup, six targets, six receptions, 65 yards and a touchdown. Of course, as we've come to expect now, Brandon Cooks just just barely involved, just enough for you to remember that he is on the team. Very, very sad to see the change in Brandon Cooks' career. But uh, to me, uh, this was this was the Rams playing very poorly, playing very well, and the Arizona Cardinals playing very poorly. Of course, on offense, Arizona was almost as bad as they were on defense. Kyler throws the interception. They were not able to get anything going on the ground. 2.4 yards per carry for Kenyon Drake. Things got so bad that David Johnson got back and was involved in the game after two straight weeks of uh, one touch or fewer. Uh, really, really, only Larry Fitzgerald was able to get uh, over 10 PPR points for Arizona. And, uh, you know, I, I think it would be tempting for some people to think of this as a, a very bright spot for the Los Angeles Rams. I don't really think that it's uh, a huge positive indicator for them. I think the Rams are so good schematically that against bad defenses, you you almost expect them to be able to have results like this. You know, Goff had uh, almost 600 yards passing against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their secondary earlier this year. So it's not it's not like we have never seen this occur before. However, as we know, the Cardinals defense, they they like to let people run all over them. Absolutely, and we will dive a bit deeper into the Rams' fantasy value when we talk about their opponents next week, the Dallas Cowboys. But before we get there, let's talk about Oakland and Kansas City. A lot of money moved on this game for Kansas City for obvious reasons. They did it on both sides of the ball. Talk to me about this Kansas City-Oakland game. Well, what's what's crazy is when you see that the Chiefs scored 40, you'd assume, okay, well, Mahomes had a huge game. He didn't. 175 passing yards and a touchdown. So you'd say, oh, okay, well, then definitely that means that one of the running backs had a huge game. Nope. One rushing touchdown for Darwin Thompson. Quarterback sneak touchdown for Patrick Mahomes. Five carries for 10 yards and a touchdown for LaShawn McCoy. Daryl Williams left this game injured. He scored the lone receiving touchdown. No Chiefs wide receiver over 90 receiving yards. Travis Kelsey had nine targets, had 90 yards. So this risk actually... This was just about Oakland being bad. Oakland was kind of riding high. Seemed like maybe they were going to be fighting for the playoffs. That is not going to be happening now. They've kind of been exposed as a team with no pass rush. And what they did have going for them was, a, you know, a really strong ground game and a lack of turnovers on offense. That just didn't happen. They they turned the ball over on kickoffs. They turned the ball over on uh, on special teams. They it just uh, and and they actually had a two point conversion return for uh, a two points for the other side that swung the millionaire maker on DraftKings. A uh, person was in solo first, uh, and then two teams that were chasing behind him were able to overtake him based on that uh, interception return on the two point conversion. So overall, really bad performance by the Oakland Raiders. A great performance by the Kansas City Chiefs. Definitely. A if you are a Chiefs backer, it makes you feel much better about their chances in the playoffs. I need to correct myself. I got excited and I jumped ahead to week 15. Actually, next week, the Cowboys play the Bears and we will dive into what happens next week. But there's still another game I want to talk about from the 4 p.m. game. There's a player here for Denver that I have personally been holding on to all season and he's been consistent. But today he really paid off. I'm talking about this Denver L.A. game. I'm talking about Cortland Sutton. Yeah, Cortland Sutton has been, I think he's one of the stories of the year in terms of fantasy football because he has one of the highest market share of targets, highest market share of receptions, market share of receiving yards of any player in the NFL. If Cortland Sutton was doing this, uh, you know, had similar market shares on a good passing team, like for example, if he was on the New England Patriots or if you swap it, if he was on the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, 
I mean, look, we're talking about a guy who would be having, you know, a 1500 yard season with with 10 or more touchdowns. He plays on the Denver Broncos, a team that runs the ball a lot, a team that uh, doesn't run a ton of plays on offense in general and loves to run the ball when they get close into the end zone. But yeah, Cortland Sutton, he has one of the most stable target volumes in the NFL. In fact, he has the lowest standard deviation in his uh, per game target numbers of any player in the NFL this season. So definitely Cortland Sutton. Mr. Consistent and a guy who, if we think that Drew Locke is the answer at quarterback for the Denver Broncos, I think he's going to be drafted very highly in fantasy football next year. Okay, talk to me a little bit about these Chargers and start to tease me into our next segment because next week the Chargers play Jacksonville. Are you on any Charger receivers at all? I mean, Phillip Rivers was almost benched in this game. So what are your thoughts about the Bolts moving forward? Uh, I would not play any Chargers wide receiver in Daily Fantasy. I mean, maybe Mike Williams if he was like below 4,500 on DraftKings and below 5,500 on FanDuel, then I would be tempted. But Keenan Allen, not interested. Melvin Gordon, not interested. Austin Eckler, not interested. Uh, Hunter Henry, not interested. Rivers, uh, he's just been too bad. And uh, there was actually a report this morning before the game started that uh, if Rivers continued to play poorly, he might be benched for Tyrod Taylor, who, if we remember, mm -hmm. you know, he's started playoff games. He has led pretty mediocre rosters into the playoffs before. So it definitely would be... Uh, I think it would be an interesting decision for the Los Angeles Chargers to bench their franchise quarterback for Tyrod Taylor. Of course, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're four and out. They are they are completely eliminated. No chance. But they have a talented roster, and, and it's a shame. And, and no one has any explanation for how these things happen. You know, the Chargers, they lose all of these games in just miraculous ways. They, they always are able to find a way to snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory. And, uh, you know, it might, just, it might just do the organization some good to change directions. All right. When we come back, we are going to break down some of the sports investments. We're also going to talk to Davis about his ads and his drops. And then we're going to look ahead to next week. And hopefully Davis will be kind enough to help me build a lineup or two that I could use in my DFS. All of this information is designed to help you move forward. These are the crucial weeks. This separates the men from the boys. Those that watch shows like this are currently playing for something. Those that don't are not you know who you are so stay tuned ladies and gentlemen because the pro football rewind is going to give you everything you need not only to win but to dominate that's what davis maddock does he's not just a winner he's a dominator he has all of the information that you need i've got my pen and paper ready i'm going to start looking at next week's matchups i'm going to start building tonight i believe it was benjamin franklin that said failure to prepare preparing to fail so you make sure that you prepare to be back here after these words NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome back into the studio. This is the Pro Football Rewind brought to you by the good people over at Sports Grid. If you want the edge, you get on the grid. Make sure you follow us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network, on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Hello to everybody watching on Pluto Television, Channel 517. My name is Matt Stryker. Joining me, as always, is Davis Maddock. Now, Davis, talk to me about these 4 o'clock games. Let's look at some of these lines and see what was Vegas trying to tell us. This uh, L.A.-Arizona game had a total of 46.5, and it had L.A. laying three. The game went under. L.A. covered. What did the line tell you? I mean, Kyla Murray's Q tag may have affected some things, huh? Yeah, and if you watch the game, Kyler was definitely not quite as comfortable as we we expect him to be in the pocket, and he really was not able to run in this game at all. So that played into it a little bit. I, I don't think that that excuses the effort that the Arizona Cardinals put out on defense, which was uh was was really was really not very good. Uh, what the line was telling us though was that Vegas and the public they don't think that the Los Angeles Rams are uh, they don't think that they're very good. Thinks that they are about four and a half points better than the Arizona Cardinals, which is, you know, one of the five worst uh, win-loss record teams in the NFL. So the Rams, yes, they were in the Super Bowl last year. Are they Super Bowl contenders this year? I think even after this performance, they, uh, I don't think that they are. 
Well, they needed this game because next week they have Seattle, and I'm curious to see what the numbers will look like for that game. Oakland and Kansas City was the game that everyone was all on top of. A lot of people won on this game. It was a 50.5, 50.5 total. Kansas City laying 10.5. They fell under, but Kansas City went over. And uh, I guess things just went the way they were supposed to go. This was one of those easy money chalk games, no? Yeah, this is just a scenario where you get a bad team traveling to play against a good team. The bad team falls behind early. When a bad team falls behind early, what you generally are going to see is the reason a bad team is bad is because they're not very explosive on offense. And uh, that forces them to throw the ball a ton and it forces bad or mediocre quarterbacks to force the issue when the issue doesn't necessarily need to be forced, and that's what happened in this game. Some bad turnovers for the Oakland Raiders, some very good defensive play by the Kansas City Chiefs. Rookie safety Juan Thornhill with the interception return for a touchdown, the first of his career. Thought that, that was uh, thought that was pretty cool for him. And, you know, the Chiefs, I don't think that the defense is very good. It's definitely good enough to handle the likes of, you know, Derek Carr, Nick Foles, these very average quarterbacks. The Chiefs defense is going to be very good. And actually, you know what it's like? It's kind of like those old Indianapolis Colts teams with Peyton Manning. Their strength was never the defense, but the defense was always built to be playing with a lead because that's what the Peyton Manning Colts did. They were always able to get the lead. So the Chiefs, they have these really good edge rushers. They have these really fast defensive backs, and they're, they're not not particularly skilled you're definitely going to be able to get yards and points against the Chiefs if you're a good offense however like against as I said you know against these bad teams that they're just the skill difference and the speed difference is just too big for the Raiders to make up well next week the Chiefs defense will have to contend with the New England Patriots and we're going to talk about that matchup in a little bit but the final game here is this Chargers Denver game 37 and a half it was the Chargers laying the three and a half Interesting to me that these numbers were the way they were because I would just imagine them to all be higher. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, just in general, kind of the way that we think about lines today, we just always think the lines are going to be high, right? You think about any team and you're like, oh, yeah, they can get to 20. They can get to 25. They can score three touchdowns if they have to. Like even bad teams and today's NFL with the way the rules are, they're just able to score points. Like like we saw the Broncos come out today and score 20 points, and they are one of the worst offenses in the NFL. So I completely agree with you. We just we just are, are conditioned to think of lines being higher. All right. We're also conditioned that every time we see you and we get a pen in our hand, we start to salivate because now it's time to talk about pickups and drops, ads and drops from the four o'clock game. Were there any? What can you pull for us? I mean, the biggest ad for these four o'clock games, it's got to be Tyler Higby of the Los Angeles Rams. Gerald Everett injured. Brandon Cooks not really involved in the offense. The Rams have stopped throwing the ball to their running backs. Uh, you know, Henderson not really evolved the way that people thought he was going to. Daryl Henderson, that is. People thought that he was going to be used in kind of a, a Chris Thompson-like role in the New England Patriots or in the Los Angeles Rams offense. And he has not been. So any sort of secondary offensive contributor for the Rams has got to be got to be an interesting ad because we all sort of think Sean McVay is going to dig his way out of this offensive rut at some point. And maybe Tyler Higby is the guy who unlocks it, you know, having a guy who can block as well as Higby can. And Higby was a very, very good pass catcher in college. So I think that this skill set is legitimate. Like, I definitely think that, uh, you know, they can count on him for five, eight targets a week, and he'll be able to produce with those targets. So Higby for the Los Angeles Rams, he is our number one ad from the four o'clock games. 
All right, let me ask you, uh, what do you think about McVeigh's strategy and his schemes? Are you a McVeigh truther, or do you think that it was an anomaly? So the stuff that they were doing last year was very good. They were doing a lot of pre-snap motion, and that is really every play should have that because you're going to force a defender to move, you're going to force all the defenders to change where they're looking, and you're going to change the defender's gap assignments because the defender's gap assignments is going to be based on how many offensive players they are going up against. So that's why pre-snap motion exists. And another thing that they did that I thought that was really great was they ran a lot of tight and bunch formation and they're doing a lot less of that this year. Part of the reason why they're doing that is because you can't, it's very hard to run out of tight or bunch formations when your running back doesn't have any explosion to get around the edge. And that's what we've seen happen with Todd Gurley. It's been one of the biggest differences in their offense from last year to this year is a lot of their runs last year were designed to the outside and it was designed for Todd Gurley to get to the edge actually before his blockers and before the defenders were getting there. What's happening this year is when they call those plays and they've actually just stopped calling them. If you watch a Rams game, you're going to see they, they don't call toss plays anymore. They don't call sweet plays anymore because Todd Gurley just can't get around the edge the same way that uh, that he used to. And so t McVay's having to deal with this all at once. He's having to deal with the fact that Defenses play his offense differently. They bring a safety into the box and they kind of dare Jared Goff to throw over them. <laughs> and they started playing zone against his offense instead of man. And that was a big explanation for why Cooper Cup was playing so well earlier in the years. Cooper Cup is a really good and cerebral player. So he's able to find the soft spot in the zones a lot. Of course, the issue is the quarterback has to deliver the ball there. And Jared Goff is not the most cerebral quarterback in the NFL. So it's been a very tough, uh, it's been a very tough evolution for this Rams offense to deal with the differing ways that defenses are uh, are treating their offensive scheme. And it's partly a talent issue because they, they do not have a ton of speed on their offense. Robert Woods, not very fast. Cooper Cup, not very fast. Everett Higby, not very fast. Gurley has lost a ton of his lateral explosion. Really, the only fast player on this offense now is Brandon Cooks, and he's been in and out of the lineup all year. Yeah, so next week the Rams have Seattle. Do you see any value on the Rams side? And then flip it and talk to me about who you would take on Seattle side. Uh, no, I, I do not see very much value on the uh, do not see very much value on the Rams side. I think the Seahawks are a better team in terms of overall talent. I think they have way more offensive talent. You know, Lockett is basically what peak Brandon Cooks was. DK Metcalf is, you know, this very unique offensive weapon. Josh Gordon is about as good of a third wide receiver as you're going to find in the NFL. And Russell Wilson is playing the best football of anyone in the NFL right now, other than Lamar Jackson. And having that much of an advantage at quarterback I think is is just huge so making it up out of 10 lineups how many would you have a Seahawks stack looking at next week's matchup against the Rams if any uh, probably at least one. You really, if you're if you're playing any meaningful amount of NFL DFS, you are definitely going to want to have Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett stacks pretty much every week at DailyRoto.com. We have the ability to look at our projections on a 10th percentile, a 25th percentile, 50th, 75th, and 90th, and almost every week, Tyler Lockett is one of the first three highest projected scorers in the 90th percentile. So, you know, that's over the running backs, uh, over, you know, all the other guys at the flex position because he's so efficient and he gets so many deep targets. And when he connects on those, on those broken plays with Russell Wilson, he is just, he is a, a fantasy force.
Absolutely. And you, my friend, are a fantasy force as well. When we come back, we'll get some more insight from Davis. I'm going to talk to Davis about the strategy. Some people like to play a defense and a running back from that defense. A lot of other people like to stack different ways. So we're going to talk about building some lineups based on everything that's going to happen next week. We're going to mix in everything that happened this week. And then Davis is going to add a little special sauce, if you know what I mean. It's the Pro Football Rewind. Make sure you come on back and have a taste because it's going to be mm-mm good. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. 
Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com Optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much, much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Got to admit, I really like that promo code DUNK. I think we need to get a promo code Davis going somewhere. All right, Davis Maddock, you're back on the hot seat, my friend. I'm looking at things for next week. First game that jumps out at me is Minnesota versus Detroit. Now, my inclination is to want to play a Minnesota stack here, but also I might want to mix Minnesota's defense and Dalvin Cook. What's your thought on that strategy, mixing the defense and the running back? So there definitely is a a pretty good correlation. It works a little bit better on FanDuel than it does on DraftKings because of the half-point PPR. Running backs can actually be better on DraftKings with the full-point PPR when their team is trailing. Uh, You know, that's, of course, not going to be true for someone like Derrick Henry or Sony Michelle. Definitely going to be somewhat true for guys like Christian McCaffrey, uh, Le'Veon Bell in his better years. Definitely not this year with the New York Jets. I, I do like it overall, and it's definitely something to do in showdown. That's definitely in these one-game slates. Uh, I love to do the uh, the defensive rule in the Daily Roto Optimizer where in every lineup that a defense is used, you use that same team's uh, starting running back. I, I really like that correlation. Yeah, and uh, also... Whether or not Thielen plays remains to be seen. We do know that he won't be playing in the Monday night game as of this episode. But uh, I would wonder what kind of stacks would I go with there with Minnesota? I mean, obviously, I'm going to try to grab Diggs in there and maybe out of BC. But what do you think of some options there? Well, uh, the number one stack with the Minnesota Vikings, especially when Thielen doesn't play, is, of course, the Kirk Cousins and Steph Diggs stack. Their offense gets a super narrow passing tree when Adam Thielen doesn't play. It's basically uh, Steph Diggs. Kyle Rudolph, and then a little bit of Ola B.C. Johnson, a little bit of Herb Smith Jr., uh, and then, of course, we have Dalvin Cook thrown in there as well. Against the Detroit Lions, though, uh, I would expect with David Blau starting that game for the Minnesota Vikings to be you know, favored by six and a half or seven points. Uh, I know that uh, Vegas doesn't like to go super big with the Minnesota Vikings because they uh, they run the ball a lot as opposed to passing the ball a lot uh, when they are in those uh spots against weekly teams we we saw that with uh them on a monday night game against the washington professional football team so uh the the number one stack there though it definitely has to be kirk cousins and steph diggs all right you mentioned the washington professional football team they will host the green bay packers and it's something that i jotted down here is there money to be made in dfs on this game so i really do not like going against washington because uh, there, they, well, I talk about this on the show a lot and that's the, the wide range of outcomes and Dwayne Haskins definitely has that. So in this game today, he did not kill Washington and uh, that's two weeks in a row where he hasn't, but Haskins has been pretty bad in the limited sample that we've seen him. And when you start seeing these teams that are 14 point favorites, which is what uh, Green Bay is right now, those are just hard games to manage. You know, are, are, are Green Bay going to get up and they're just going to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball? Are they going to let Aaron Rodgers pad his numbers a little bit? Uh, are they going to let him keep throwing if they're up three touchdowns? Probably not. Probably they get pretty conservative. You know, maybe we'll see some Tim Boyle snaps uh, like we did in the massive loss to the San Francisco 49 
49ers. So uh, I would say this is actually likely outside of like Aaron Jones and uh, well, definitely Devontae Adams in some stacks as well. I'm probably not going to be as interested in using pieces of this game in DFS. So for those that would be, though, because you mentioned it earlier, so it's a theme throughout, take away Adams here. Where do you get a stack with Rodgers? Because the receiving core is just so up in the air and also so volatile. You could use Alan Lazard. I, you know, Lazard is not a guy that I'm trying to be very invested in for right. seasonal fantasy purposes. Not a guy that I would be running to in DFS. But uh, one of the strategies that we know is very effective for DFS is double stacking with your quarterback. So, you know, that's adding in Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams and then throwing in one of the other wide receivers as well. For whatever reason, the team has just really gone away from Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You know, I don't know if it's injury-related. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust him. I, I think M MVS has been great when he's played this year, so I, I don't really know what happened to him, but I do know that it is a real thing. So Lazard would kind of be that secondary guy there. Okay, there you go. And, I mean, I do that in quite a bit of my lineups as well, and it works out, I'd say, 66% of the time. Uh, using multiple receivers with a quarterback. Talk to me about this Tennessee versus Oakland game next week. Again, I said that I'm going to ride Tennessee, and I think that this is one more week where I can get some productivity out of them. What says you? Oh, you definitely picked. Uh, you're definitely picking a a good team to uh, to to glom onto because this is another great matchup for them. The Raiders home or away, it hasn't really mattered. They've been they've kind of been flat regardless of whoever they're playing, regardless of wherever they're playing. So uh, I certainly don't think that you're going to have, I don't think that you're going to have any trouble running the Titans here. You're definitely, uh, this is, this is going to be a spot where I will be playing Derrick Henry and I do not play Derrick Henry very often. Wow. Really? I mean, a lot of people have been all over him and he has been productive in the past few weeks. So that's a ringing endorsement. Uh, would you play De Tennessee's D then and match it up with Henry next week in a lineup or two? Definitely, I would use Tennessee's defense. I think that uh, Derek Carr has proven that, you know, that that conservative brand of football, whenever he tries to not play it, when he tries to test opposing defenses down the field, things just go very hard the wrong way. And the Titans have a good pass rush as well. And Henry is very good in uh, like he's very game script dependent. So definitely a situation where you can uh, correlate those two. All right. This next game here, uh, I don't really see much, but you might. The Dallas Cowboys visit Soldier Field. They take on the Chicago Bears. What would be your DFS take here? Well, the Bears are a very <laughs> tough situation because the they ha they were good last week, right? Anthony Miller had a good game. Allen Robinson had a good game. David Montgomery was able to score a touchdown. Really, the only guy who disappointed was Tariq Cohen. I would say you know, expecting 20 DF, like, you know, over 20 DK points between Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, both of them. That's pretty optimistic. I, I think that that's probably going to be a one-time only situation. And this is really a must-win game for the Cowboys. If they, if they lose this game, the, like, they're going to have to beat Philadelphia in order to make the playoffs. I don't know if they want that situation. And, uh, you know, the Bears, they, they have a good defense, regardless of however their offense plays. And, I don't I just don't like playing David Montgomery. I think that he is I don't think that David Montgomery is a particularly good player and I don't think that Mitchell Trubisky is a particularly good quarterback. So this is this to me is going to be a, a pretty frustrating type game. Well, let me ask you and with your head not your heart, does Dallas win this game next week? 
Yeah, Dallas wins this game. They 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 have back to back very tough games against Buffalo and against Detroit, and uh, both or not Detroit, New England, but both of those teams were able to uh, limit them on offense. And while the Bears have good defensive personnel, a lot of it is going to be on the defensive line. The Cowboys, of course, have a fantastic offensive line. The Bears are a little bit weaker in the secondary. I also think that Amari Cooper has kind of been banged up the last couple weeks, and. You know, what get just if he's healthy and they're now going to have 10 days for him to have rested, I expect him to be able to practice in full, something that he's not been able to do the last two weeks. And that's going to make a big difference for the Cowboys offense. All right. Something to keep our eye on for those that are looking to put some money down on the Cowboys for DFS next week. All right. Here's a couple of other games that jumped out at me. I want to get your opinion on them. Pittsburgh at Arizona. If I wanted to play Pittsburgh's defense next week, uh, which running back should I pair him with? Uh, I don't know if you want to. Well, yeah, you'll want to play the Pittsburgh defense. <laughs> the the running back you're going to want to match him with, though, is going to be Benny Snell. If James Conner is inactive, Snell again ran hard today. He was uh, the leading uh, the leading rusher for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Saw the most touches of anyone in their backfield. Jalen Samuels has really been reduced to a a part time role in the uh, in the offense for them. So you know that's a little bit unfortunate for him because we saw some pretty explosive things from Jalen Samuels earlier in the year. But uh, this I. I'm excited for this game. I think that this is going to be a competitive game between these two teams because uh, both of them are uh, not very good right now. Now, would you do a Hodges Washington stack in any of your lineups? Oh, I definitely think that you need to be playing James Washington. I don't know if Duck Hodges is going to make my player pool. I try and build everything out by quarterback because in, in all of my lineups, I use stacking. So, you know, I, I don't have any lineup where I'm just picking a random quarterback, picking a random running back. I, I, I try and make every lineup go with some kind of correlation. And uh, I, you know, I, I don't know if, if Hodges is going to project for enough points to to make my lineups. Probably not, I would guess. Okay, so now these next few games are games that, well, this next one I, I, I'm not going to touch. I'm going to sit back and watch. This Kansas City-New England game, I mean, which way is this going to go? As far as DFS goes, is this a stay away for you, or do you have an idea of something to do? Well, the Kansas City Chiefs, we might be in a situation where we have very cheap running backs to choose from them because Daryl Williams left this game injured. Damian Williams has a rib injury. We do not know when he is going to be back. So he could, you know, if Damian Williams and Daryl Williams are both out next week, you know, we it might be a situation where Darwin Darwin Thompson, he could be very cheap. Uh, salaries are not out yet. But, you know, he might, he might end up being... Uh, you know, $3,800 on DraftKings. He would be one of the stone cold locks of the week. I think even if LaShawn McCoy is active because the team has split things up so much. And also, as you and I are talking right now, New England is looking, uh, they're looking pretty vincible against the Houston Texans <laughs> and they're not so great defense. And, uh, you know, what we know about the Patriots this year is it's all based on the defense. They really, they've been a just okay offensive team. They are 18th in the NFL in yards per play. So if they, if the Chiefs get up 14, zero on them i i feel concerned about what the patriots would be able to do all right i'm making my notes here i'm building some lineups when we come back i have a couple more games i want to talk to davis about and then we're going to look at some postseason aspirations and how that can help you targeting players moving forward it's the pro football rewind matt striker davis maddock will be back after this 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome back into Sports Grid's Pro Football Rewind. If you want the edge, you get on the grid. This is the Pro Football Rewind. Hello, everybody. My name is Matt Stryker, and joining me, as always, is Davis Maddock. And, Davis, we've been breaking down some games for next week, trying to get a head start on some DFS lineups. The next game that I want to ask you about is Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. Can we remove what happened statistically this week with Tampa Bay? They put up the points, but like we say, they're empty calories. No one really benefited. Next week, is Tampa Bay a play against Indianapolis in your opinion? Yeah, they are one of the most pass-heavy teams in situation-neutral scripts of any team in the NFL. They're one of the pass-heaviest teams in the red zone of any team in the NFL. Jameis Winston has the highest average intended air yards of any quarterback in the NFL. So all of what I'm telling you is just forget this one-game blip against the Jaguars, who 
they just didn't come to play. You know, the 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 Tampa Bay Buccaneers had 25 points at half. They just didn't have to do anything. They coasted. They took it easy in the second half. They uh, they kept Jameis from doing anything too disastrous to let the other team back into the game, and they and they kind of just let it happen. So yeah, we're we're gonna forget about it, and uh, we are going to be getting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against a Colts defense that just gave up 30 points to the Tennessee Titans, and uh, we're gonna be very excited to be playing those guys. All right. Now, I've often said on this show that I try to only build about 10 lineups. And so far, that's been serving me well. My winning percentage is very good. And it's a credit to you, my friend, for all of your picks and advice. Uh, I want to know that in one of my final lineups, if I wanted to do Christian McCaffrey versus Atlanta here, what else would I be able to play here? Or is that just the one guy, him against Atlanta, and just move on? Your thoughts about Carolina and Atlanta next week? No, you can definitely play DJ Moore. I mean, DJ Moore is on pace to finish top 10 in the NFL in terms of PPR fantasy points. He has been so consistent, scored again this week, actually almost scored again to tie the game up against Washington, but was down on the one yard line. Uh, DJ Moore, I think, He's not he's not really getting enough credit right now for how fantastic he's been. Uh would not surprise me if he's like a second round draft pick in fantasy leagues next year. Yeah, there used to be a player for the Seattle Supersonics named Dale Ellis. They called him the silent assassin. I think that tag could apply to Moore as well because he's quietly been doing it, and those that own him know that he has certainly been beneficial. All right, Davis, I want to shift our vision now to what's looming ahead. A lot of people are going into their playoffs. I want to look at the NFL playoff picture. We did it last week. Not much has changed, but you did mention these here Dallas Cowboys in a must-win situation next week against the Chicago Bears. Right now, Dallas sits in the wild card. They would play Seattle, should play end today. But the next team closest to them are the Rams. Now, after what we saw today, position by position in your honest opinion, who's the better football team? Let's start with quarterback. Obviously, you would think that it goes to Dallas, no? Yeah, I mean, Dak, is he's just been better than Jared Goff this year. Even the things that Dak is bad at, which is interceptions, he definitely throws... Dak throws too many interceptions for, you know, an elite quarterback. Now, should the Cowboys pay him? Of course they should. That's a separate conversation. But yeah, you, you would definitely say that Dak Prescott, really by any measure, he's just been better than Jared Goff this year. And, you know, the fact that he's able to add some rushing to this offense, you know, he's not Lamar Jackson, but he's not Tom Brady either. He's able to get out of the pocket, scramble, and also he's a, a pretty decent goal line runner as well. So yeah, I, I definitely think that you would say that he is better than, uh, that he's better than Jared Goff. All right, and then in the running back position, I think in the same breath, we can immediately say that, that Zeke is better than Gurley, correct? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, uh, Tony Pollard, pretty decent contributor as well. Uh, I think the Rams wanted Daryl Henderson to play similarly to how the Cowboys have used Tony Pollard this year. And, you know, for whatever reason, he just has not been able to figure out the Rams offense. They haven't been able to get him on the field. So now it comes down to the receiver cores for both teams. If I'm looking ahead for my season long and I want to try to see who's out there on the waiver wire, chances are a lot of these receivers won't be, but who has a better receiving core? Is it Dallas or is it L.A.? I would say it's Dallas on aggregate because Cooper is better than uh, Cooper Cup, yes. but Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks are probably better than Gallup, but 
uh, Randall Cobb is better than Josh Reynolds, Gerald Everett, uh, Tyler Higby, you know, those secondary contributors. So I'd say if you added up all three of the starting wide receivers for both teams, the, the aggregate would say the Cowboys unit is slightly better, even though Woods and Cooks are, are the second and third best of the group. So now if Dallas cannot get the job done next week and the Rams win, the Rams will step into that position. What would that do to you as personally as a fan, but professionally as a handicapper when you start to look at the Cowboys for rest of season fantasy viability? Well, thankfully, the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are not going to be able to win the division because they, well, what it's going to do is it's going to make the Week 16 game where the Eagles play the Cowboys at home probably the biggest game of the season in terms of single-game playoff implications. So if we assume that the Eagles are able to beat the Giants, we assume that they're able to beat Washington or that, they were, or, or that they're able to beat the Giants in Week 16, uh, and then you assume that the Cowboys are able to win at least two of the Bears Rams uh, Washington game in week 17 really that basically means that the uh, the week 16 Cowboys Eagles game that's like uh, that I mean that's just a playoff game right like the the winner of that team or the winner of that game is going to make the playoffs and the way that that makes me think is uh how is that going to impact the play calling? You know, are, are the Cowboys, are they going to want to try and get up to leads in these games? Or are they just going to play very conservatively against the Bears and against the Rams so that, you know, they're kind of able, they're trying to save everything for that uh, that crucial Week 16 game against Philadelphia? All right, we will watch it closely. We understand how important all of these games are, not only to Davis, but to you at home as well as you're trying to win all the way through to the end, whether it be season-long DFS or, of course, sports investments. want to look at the AFC side of the first round if the season ended today. And it looks to me like the only team that might be in jeopardy of going out that is already in are the Steelers. Now, can the Titans take their place here? And if so, how do they do it behind which players? Definitely. So we think that the Steelers will probably beat Arizona, but a home game to the Bills, that's not a lock. Steelers at the Jets, you'd look at that and you'd say, oh, well, that's a lock. They're, they're going to beat the Jets. But no. <laughs> I don't know, man. Are they? Are they going to beat the Jets? Because the Jets have been two different teams. They, you know, they've been that they against the Patriots. They like the worst offensive performance of the decade. They're a team that lost outright to the winless Bengals. But they were also a team coming into that game that scored 34 straight points. So or uh, not 34 straight points. 34 points in three straight games. And uh, as we, I, I feel like we keep saying this, but Sam Darnold is another one of these quarterbacks that has a really wide range of outcomes. I could definitely see the Jets being able to beat uh, a Steelers team that's not great on offense at home. And then uh, for the wildcard seeding, it might come down to that week 17 game uh, on the road at the Ravens. However, you'd say, oh, well, there's no way they win that game. But... Oh. What if there's nothing to play for? Exactly. What if the AFC playoffs are are already wrapped up and the Ravens already have uh, the one or the two seed? The Patriots have already shut things down. Uh, the Chiefs are locked into the three seed. So nothing can change for those teams. Uh, what if we see Robert Griffin in that game? What if we see, uh, you know, Justice Hill in the backups in week 17? Then, you know, that could be a scenario where, uh, you know, some of these uh, teams like the like the Bills or, or like the Titans, like, you know, maybe they think they can get a playoff spot and the Steelers, they might just get a gift. Well, talk to me about these here Titans and the Steelers go position by position now, depending on who's playing quarterback for Pittsburgh, which team has the better quarterback, Tennessee or Pittsburgh? 
Oh, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter who's playing. Uh, right. Definitely, definitely, Duck Hodges uh, is worse than Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Probably worse than Marcus Mariota as well. Mason Rudolph definitely uh, the worst of the bunch. You know, r- r- just uh, not as good as Ryan Tannehill. Uh, these Titans definitely have the advantage at running back. If the Steelers wide receivers are healthy, so that means Dante Johnson is healthy, that means that Juju Smith-Schuster is healthy, they definitely have the advantage at wide receiver right now. Now, three years from now, A.J. (laughs) Brown might be one of the best five wide receivers in the NFL. I think he's a tremendous player with a ton of room to grow. Uh, And the Steelers, they they do have a better offensive line than the Titans as well, but they're at a huge disadvantage at quarterback. At the start of the season, if I had told you that we'd be sitting here at week 13 saying that Tennessee has a better quarterback and a better running back currently than Pittsburgh, you'd tell me I'm crazy because it would have been Mariota and Roethlisberger and it would have been still Connor and it would have been against Henry. So now it really seems like that can be a very real situation going on. Anything else that jumps out at you as far as the wild card hunt? I mean, we're just looking at teams that are still in it and we've been talking about them, but at this point now, Teams like the Raiders and the Colts and the Browns and the Chargers and the Jaguars, there's not a lot there. You'll get more out of looking at maybe the Broncos and the Dolphins, the two three-win three teams in the, uh, in the hunt there, so to speak. I mean, what the crazy thing about it is that the Browns, despite having this horrible season, they have had so many chances. They, they, they are, so the Raiders, they suck. The Bills are nine and three, but they're one of the worst nine and three teams. Right. Like if if they lost every game for the rest of the way and went nine and seven, you know, that would not be particularly surprising. If the Titans ran into a bad vein of form, if the Colts fell can, you know, continue to fell off of that cliff, no one would be surprised. Like the whole AFC has opened for the Browns to finally make the playoffs and they're not they're not going to. You know, they're they they just are they are just one of the worst coach teams you're ever gonna see. <laughs> So, Davis, now as the season starts to wind down, uh, you as a fantasy player, where do you begin to pivot your attention? Are you an NBA guy? Are you an NHL guy? What do you say to the players out there that are looking at the calendar and going, ooh, a few more weeks and then no more fantasy football, what do I do? What does Davis Maddock do? Oh, I would definitely tell you to head on over to DailyRoto.com. Use the uh, promo code DUNK. And start start getting into NBA, NFL, fantasy football, super frustrating, very wide range of outcomes, very high variance. Basketball, not so much. Now, of course, you know, nothing is picture perfect. Nothing is going to be 100 percent predictable. But I I feel extremely confident in saying that the uh, the Daily Roto NBA projections, they are of all sports that exist. Every every DFS sport, every projection source, nothing is better at what it's supposed to do than the Daily Roto NBA projections. And uh, like that, being able to use those. Those in DFS contests has made me like much more of a basketball fan. So let me ask you, would you say that NBA DFS is quote unquote easier than the rest of the DFS is out there? I don't think that it's easier. I think that the choices you make a lot of the times are a lot easier and the reasons you're making them are a lot more clear. So when you're playing NFL DFS, a lot of it is kind of based on like ownership and thinking about what the field might do, uh, some theory stuff in terms of like stacking and correlation. And uh, a lot of the times you're going to be wrong because stuff in the NFL is just very highly variant. Like today, uh, Sterling Shepard versus Alshon Jeffrey was a conversation for a lot of people. And after the first quarter, everyone was so mad and they were saying oh well Sterling Shepard he outscored Alshon it's just my day's over I'm not going to make any money and then the second quarter the second half happens and Alshon just part like 
just piles it on in uh in the overtime or in the fourth quarter. So like that does not happen as much in NBA. Things are are much more linear. So I wouldn't say easier, but they are more logical. All right. So far, Davis has talked to us about the tight end position for the New York Giants. He's also also talked about some receiving options in Miami with Devontae Parker, Patrick Laird under uh, in the backfield, also an opportunity. Also at tight end, Miami has offered us Kasiki. Tight ends also we talked about today. Higby as well. In Cincinnati with Andy Dalton returning, it seems that Tate as a wide receiver is now a part of the conversation. Are you on the Darius Geis train? Could that be something for you moving forward? Is Tyrod Taylor a name that you should start to keep a corner of your eye on? These are all the things we talked about, all of this and more. This is the Pro Football Rewind, and we're getting very excited because we're coming to the end. And at the end, we'll stand the champions with their hands raised high. We come back. We're going to get some final thoughts from Davis Maddock. I'll throw in a penny or two, and I don't know what that'll get you. But make sure you come on back because the Pro Football Rewind is your place for everything you need to dominate. This is where the winners meet. Why don't you head on back and meet us after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian.
as the Holy Triumvirate from the Great White North, Getty Alex and Neil, bring us back in a little rush as we end things here on the Pro Football Rewind. My name is Matt Stryker. Can't do it without my buddy Davis Maddock. Davis, before we go, any parting shots? Uh, you know, just another great day of football. Very happy to uh very happy to have had my my Cowboys disappointment done early in the week. So I had my Sunday was free. You know, they they couldn't hurt me today, and that was beautiful. <laughs> no, do not hurt Davis Maddock. Protect this man. He is a national treasure. And actually your night's not done, is it? Where do you go from here? We uh we hop off of this. We start working on the waiver wire content for our Roto Expert subscribers, and then of course we rev- we uh we record our lineup review podcast on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast feed, where me, Sammy Reed, and Nate Noling run through our DraftKings lineups from Sunday and talk about some of the decisions we made and how things went for us. And this really is your life. Like a lot of people just do it for fandom, but this really is your job. It really is your life and it really is your passion. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I love, I love fantasy football. I, I love real football. I love uh, sports investments. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing to get to do what I do. Absolutely. My friend. And how does it make you feel when you hear that people are winning because of your advice? How does it make you feel when your subscribers reach back out and they say, Hey man, your advice was right. I did it. Oh, there, there's nothing better. You know, uh, over, obviously over the last couple of weeks, we've been fielding questions about, you know, playoffs and guys are saying, Oh, I got a first round bye. Uh, I'm going to make the playoffs in this league. You know, guys who have DJ Moore. uh, you know, just a, a lot of the guys that uh, we really liked in the preseason, you know, of course we loved Lamar Jackson. Of course we love Josh Jacobs. A lot of these guys who were on playoff rosters and that's been, that's just been awesome. That's been the best. And real quickly, while I have you, what's your advice to the people that have that bye week going in? What should they be doing? Uh, use, of course, use your bench for guys that you don't need this week. You know, don't hold a defense, don't hold a kicker, and just uh, grab as many backup running backs as you can because you never know who's going to get hurt next. There it is. It's all about grabbing what you can. And Davis has given us a litany of names here as he does each and every week on the Pro Football Rewind. And God willing, we all live and be well. We're going to be back here again next week, breaking down another week of the National Football League. Hopefully you are on the road to being a champion. Whatever road you take, make sure you be safe. Once again, you want the edge, you get on the grid. It's the Pro Football Rewind for Davis Maddock. I'm Matt Stryker. Good luck, be safe, have fun, and we'll see you out there. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 